the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Christine. Praise the Lord. We're going to go straight to the exhortation instead of my usual singing. I think we have worshipped the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. Minister to us, Lord. Let your presence be felt. Teach us how to overcome as you also overcame. And you are set with the Father on the throne. Blessed be the name of Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I remember that. Give me Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. Somebody left the water bottle. I don't want to keep that. Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. He has overcome it. He has all things. Praise God. So the topic of my exhortation today is going to be he that overcomes all things. Now, that is at the end of the book. So you can say from the beginning to the end, God is telling us, He that overcomes shall inherit all things. And what are we going to inherit? You can look at the, at the scripture chapter 2. The Bible talks about the new Jerusalem. The city of God, the city with the streets of gold, and we shall glow, shall be as angels. God Himself will be among us. Chapter 20, starting from chapter 20, I saw thrones in verse 4. And they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. So that is the rest of the story. Water of life flowing through this city. And the Lord said, He that overcome all these things. Then you will need to know that you there are some things you need to overcome. That's what we are going to talk about today. To overcome. To enter this promise of God. Now you can look through the whole book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3. The Lord Jesus Christ revealing to his church the challenges that is ahead, the promise he will give to those who overcome. And you can summarize that quickly for them. To the church purposes, what are they to overcome? He said they are to overcome this thing, secondary love. He said, first love is very important. All these secondary things that is diverting your attention, well, you are going to overcome those. He that overcome it, then he gave them a promise. To the church of Smyrna, told them persecution is coming. He that overcome it. What is persecution? The opposition, the enemy, those people don't want to persecute. 
say he that overcometh and does not deny me. So the church of Pagamos, he said, the false doctrines coming among them, he that overcometh. So then he said to the church of uh, Tartira, false teachers is going to, are going to be among them, he that overcometh. So this is just summary of things we also are going to have to overcome in our generation. To the church of Sardis, you have to overcome apostasy. He that overcome it. To the church of fear, all weariness that is don't slumber, old farm till the end. He that overcome it. To the church of Laodicea, say this spiritual pride. He that overcome it. So you see, we all have to go. We have a lot of things now. We can also sum that is what the Lord gave to the churches. We can also summarize what are we to overcome when we look at our life and the life of the church, the life of individual. We're going through a journey. It's like going through a journey through a jungle to a so in, in that jungle there are going to be some obstacles, there are going to be some confrontation. But the, the bulk of it is going to be called the devil, which is the enemy, the flesh, which is yourself. So when you talk about overcoming, everything the Lord is going to listed there is going to have to do with yourself. You're going to have to overcome yourself. As you're going to overcome Satan, with Satan, no other power except is going to use you against you. It's going to help you to amplify that thoughts ideas, yes, that's going to bring you down. So you have to overcome. When you say overcome the devil, know the tools, the wires of the devil that you are trying to overcome. The devil is not the future. Is that Let's go to the book of First John chapter 2. Apostle John gave it in another form of a summary of what we are going to have to deal with. 1st John chapter 2 verse 15 and 16 so talking about overcoming these things that you are to have to challenge or it's going to challenge us in chapter 2 verse it says love not the world love not the world neither the things now the word love is what he used here but he's going to change it in the next verse because you can't use love when you come to things you don't really like it. You change it to love. Verse 6. So this world, you say we should not love. For all that is in the world, now you say the lust of the flesh. You say, what's well, in the world? That's in you. That's in you. The lust of the flesh. And the lust of the eyes, you say, that is also you. And the pride of life, and that's also in you and me. He said, it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. So then you can summarize, you can categorize all these things we are saying we have to overcome in those three groups. Overcome the loss of the eyes, overcome the loss of the flesh, pride of life. Now Alberto go slowly, this is going to be a teaching, so that's why I'm taking time, you're going to point, write some Bible verses that's going to help you. 
But we're going to, it's going to be like a teaching. That's what I was trying to do a lot. Body of we need teaching the discipline of one another. Now I said the loss of the eyes, if we point to the loss of the eyes, there is a tendency for those who are listening to say, yeah, I know that brother. I know that sister. He has that loss of the eyes. I mean, you, you shift the blame to somebody else. The loss of the flesh, yeah, you shift the blame to somebody else because people are always judging other people. But let's talk of the pride of life. Because you, this is going to be, if we are going to go through all of this, it's going to be serious. It's not going to be something we can cover because I have a bunch of things on lost of the eyes, a bunch of things on lost of the flesh, a bunch of things on the pride of life. Well, I'm going to start from the pride of life today. We may not get to the others today. Because then you most likely shouldn't be looking at that, you shouldn't be pointing to that boy and say, shift it to that man, to that sister. You should look in the mirror. That's the pride of life. It's right in you and in me. Praise the Lord. And this is the most, the, the very delicate one, the pride of life. Why? Because that was how Satan fell. That was how Satan fell. So he knew that I can use that. He said, Satan has some tools. If he tries this against you, it doesn't work. He will try That doesn't work. He said, I can always try this one. That they kicked him out of heaven because of that. I said, I shall pride of life. You remember that was what he So all we're talking about here today, don't feel condemned. This is not condemnation. This is to learn from what happened in the past so that you, that's why Christ said in the overcoming. He told us as body of believers, he, individual now, don't say that church. People always thinking that church. They are not good in that church. It's not church, it's you. Even if that church is so good, so perfect, by the time you join them, they are no more good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That was one of, a, a pastor gave that testimony in a, a one time. He said, one member of a church came in and tried to accuse him. Well, all those people in that church, they are hypocrites. And he, and he went to tell the pastor, all the people in those church, that's why they don't want to come to your church anymore. They are all hypocrites. And the pastor said, okay, before you leave the church, let me do me a few things. Take this glass of water, and I want you to go the inside boat and go around the church and just go out. And don't let it spill. And that man took the glass of water and went through, through one aisle to the other aisle. And he said, well, did you see anybody as you are? He said, no, I couldn't see anybody, but I concentrated on the one wanted to speak on your carpet. He said, that is how you should be when you are in church. Concentrate on the water, on Jesus. You won't see all these people. You say, that's hypocrite, that's hypocrite, that's hypocrite, that's hypocrite. But you are concentrated on them, you are not concentrated on Jesus. That's, that's sense, pick some sense. So that's why I said, let's go on to this and look at the hypocrite from, on the, in your mirror. That's the pride of life. In the book of Genesis, chapter 3, if you go back to this, I'm going to go to the... Going to, when you look at the tools the devil has against mankind, that was what he used in the Garden of Eden. Came to Eve and said, 
they did not say you shouldn't eat of the fruits of the garden. I said, no, God didn't say, he says, this one, this tree that is in the middle, we shouldn't eat, don't even touch it. And what did the devil use? He said, you will not surely die. God knows that in the day, your eyes will be as God. Hey, that's God. So the devil used lost of the eyes, because the Bible said he finally saw the fruit. So he started pondering upon it. So lost of the eyes, pride of life. I want to be as God. You will be smarter than everybody else. Like the devil will come in so many flavors that it's so subtle you don't even know it is pride of life. And that's what the point is. A little bit of them in this brief exhortation so that we can wash unto ourselves. That's really what is this all about? Guard yourself. And how do we overcome these things? The word of God. Because that's what the Lord Jesus Christ used. Let me go back to the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. See, the devil came, he saw that God has created the first man and the first woman, and he went and said, well, I have to use something to break this bond between them and God. So he came and tested them with the pride of life and lust of the eyes. The woman fell for it. Also. And then man fell for it. Why will the man fall for it? That's a different story. Because that's in another, another place here when we point when we get to that. Because it's still the same thing, the devil is still working. But he came against the Messiah and said, Now this is the This is the new Adam. He came after the Lord some forty nights. So he started trying every tool. The first thing he tried was what? Lost of the flesh. Now you are really hungry and you have this power. You don't need to go miles before you get food. Turn the stones to bread. Well, what's wrong with that? If I have the power <laughs> and I'm hungry, lost of the flesh. The body wants food. Are you going to satisfy the flesh? That is the key. Jesus Christ didn't fall for that. Then he did the with pride. Hey, look, I will, let's just make it deal right now. Took him to the man and see all these kingdoms of the world. Of the eyes. See New York. Yes, you will be controlling all these things. Cities that have never that are not yet been showed him the vision. So I will give you this and I will give them to you. You will be as proud all these things. All you need to do is bow and worship me. They are so right now. In fact, there are some accusations, whether they are true or false. You want to be the president of America, just join this club. And sell your soul to this devil. It's happening in Africa, it's happening in America. Jumping ahead right now. People want power, there have been some accusations. They want this supernatural power. They pray, God, God does not seem to be giving it, so they went to voodoo and get some. Why? The pride. You see, the devil will tempt you with anything he could tempt you with. 
want to voodoo. And then Bob said, when they got that voodoo, they just and people fell down. And things were happening all over the world. And people think, well, that is the power of God. God can do those things. We are not saying God cannot do them. But we have been there have been some accusations that some people actually got those through voodoo. Those are all. See, the devil is using all those tools that he has, pride of life. We we bite it, we give it to you. But you see, you know where they are going, they are offending the Father. But let me go step by step to what is this pride of life. The devil used. But the Lord Jesus Christ didn't buy it. Why? Because he knows that he owns everything. Well, not right now, but he knows he owns at the end also. He's king of kings and lord of lords. I say, get deep behind me, Satan. What did he use? The Lord used the word that has been written. It is written. That's how we are going to overcome also. It is written. You must speak it out. Thou shalt worship the Some of these can be classified as desire for fame. Desire for fame. It's going on even among unbelievers. But it is only upon believers. Down. You want to get to a high up, down, and you want to wash and guard against yours, guard yourself against all those wires of the devil. Desire for fame is one thing the devil will use if he sees that you have that longing, that desire for recognition. I remember a pastor in this country, in this nation, in this place that I used to hang around, pretend. I read in some of his little brief articles that he said that some of his soul friends were shouting him that you are never going to become anybody. Look at your something. And, and I saw that because of that type of thing that he had, this pastor had for years and nobody knows him. Very soon he saw the opportunity and then he was kind of testifying to me in one place I said, now he has fellowship with the bishop, the a Catholic bishop. We have breakfast together. I saw where I was going and I said, look at anybody that you long for it and you are not getting it. Now let me point to two things that nobody happened. Sometimes the lack of something can be your test. Can be the test. Abundance of it also can be your test. That is, you can be tested with money, a lot of money. You can also be tempted with lack of money. You see, how is that? Solomon said, he said, "Give me neither poverty nor riches." Who is God? I was preaching somebody in Arizona. And he said, Why are you preaching to me? I don't need God. Go preach to the poor. They are the ones that need God's help. That is how riches can make some people offend because God is only for those who needed help, who needed money. He said, Go preach to the poor. No. Of course, if they are poor, that doesn't mean they are automatically going to heaven either. 
because um, Solomon said, yes, I and I still the name of my father God in vain. Look at it in the book of uh, Proverbs. Let me give you that Bible verse reference right there. I think I read somewhere there. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Proverbs chapter 30. Verse what? Verse 9? Okay. Put it out there for people to see. So let's have a fool. No, you start from verse 8. Verse 8. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Verse 9. Say, lest I be fool and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of vain. So that's why I said, Satan can test you with both the, or the, back, the, the left side or the right side. But you must guard yourself against both. Because you can be solely very wealthy. I know a guy that I was talking to some years ago. Because of so much money, and he now felt, yeah, if God gave me more money, he would marry more wives. The Bible told the kings, told the kings that they shouldn't, they shouldn't accumulate horses and chariots, even women. And Solomon messed up on that. And what did he mean? The women. They did Solomon say, how did they, how did the women? There are so many of them that they, at the time he got to this side, they don't resist them anymore. So that is excess. The same lack of not, you know, if they don't have it, they can also go into sin, fornication. I mean, they're really looking for something. So that is why the Bible said, property give me food convenient for me. But let's go back to what we are talking about. The price, desire is one of the things the devil use. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. Let's some of the wisdom from the Bible. Apostle Paul said, let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another. That is, vain glory, the desire of it can begin to make you offend because it begin to cause provoking. Envy can come from that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Philippians 2, verse 3. Let nothing be done. What is all this vain glory? Self glorify you. You want you want this respect. That's another thing. Desire for acceptance. Desire for recognition. So all those things they look like uh, they are come from the, not demons yet. They are coming from the inside of you, and the devil sees that. The devil amplifies, creates atmosphere that make it show for that. You may see that because. Look at how she dressed, and you think it was because you were she dressed. No, it may be because you are jealous. But see, why do you see the face the way he dressed? Maybe they will amplify some jealousy in you. 
could cause that. Maybe yourself wanted to be recognized. You want to be accepted. Young people. That is a biggie for many of you. We call it peer pressure in the colleges, in the high schools. You want to be accepted by these cool guys. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? You want to be accepted by those cool guys. There is a video where one Christian young guy in high school and he wanted to be accepted and he has been trying, trying to preach to them but you see all this drug, drug pushing matter is small but he wanted to be accepted by them. Don't, don't try to be accepted by them. Be unique for Jesus. And that is what the Lord is talking about because that is what pride of life. You may not notice this pride and say, well, pride looks like those. There's no. I'm, I'm not pride because I'm small. Yeah, but you see, pride is If you feel like I need to be accepted by them, this boy went to their high school kids and one of them is having a birthday party. He shouldn't have been there, but he said, well, my, my classmates. So he went with them. And he was sitting among these boys. These are the boys in the school. Somehow, they started, they wrapped this thing, marijuana, they wrapped it, and they are smoking, they pass it around there. He was sitting among them, and you know, this Jesus freak, and he gets to his tongue. They are looking at him, smoke it, smoke it. And fortunately for him, he was bold enough to drop it and walk out. And they laughed at him also. But why was he there in the first place? He wanted to be accepted. Don't try to be accepted by these boys. Hey, I'm looking at you. <laughs> president, looking at you. You are the president. I'm looking at you. Praise the Lord. Because he introduced me as the president. So I'm looking at you. You should be looking at. Me. I want you to listen to me here. Don't be. Don't be trying to please them because that peer pressure is important. It's very dangerous in the midst of high school. When the Lord delivered me. That was the first thing I noticed. When the Lord delivered me, that was the first thing I noticed in my life. That I was not afraid to, to tell anybody of among my so-called bigger boys and bigger guys in the college. I mean, the fear, the want to be, I want to be accepted by them was no more there. And that is why I'm pointing that one out to you guys, peer pressure. Trying to, and another one, you say, what, what am I talking about? Those? These are desire for recognition desire for acceptance and you say is that part of life yes because for you to be accepted in first Samuel chapter 15 King Saul after he was made king they already made him king yeah but when he became king some people say well, who is this guy how is he going to help us so they despise him so he said he kept the school, but see, that thing affected him. So he's trying to get accepted by everybody. And that was what is the reason for his dilemma in chapter 15 of 1 Samuel. Chapter 15, verse 24. Put it up front for us. King Saul. 1 Samuel chapter 15. This, this was where he offended because he wanted to please the people. He said, when Samuel 
And when Saul came and Samuel called, why didn't you do what God told you to do? This is what he said. I transgressed the commandment of the Lord and I will. Because I fear the people. You are the king and you are fearing your sub subjects and I obey their voice. He wanted to be accepted by the crowd. Look at chapter 10, verse 26. 27, you see where it started. That's chapter 10 of First Samuel. Chapter 10. 26. Therefore, after Saul was king, announced by Samuel that this is going to be the king, Saul also went to Gibeah and there went with him a band of men who had God had touched. Verse 27. Then the spirit of Belial said, How shall this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no presence. But he held his feet. That was where he started feeling the pinch and said, Gee, I need to be accepted by everybody. So now when it comes to chapter 15, you can see what he was trying so hard to please them. And you are trying to please. I would say about the friendship with the world. The, the world the end of God. Why, Lord? Let me be friends. Because the friendship with the world is empty with God. Because the devil is in the world. That is the reason. The devil has got all those people. And as long as you want to be friends with them, the devil will find a way to make them want to disobey. And join us. That's why the Bible said friendship with the world is enmity with God. So this desire for acceptance, desire for acceptance. But you have to ask him for that deliverance. When he gave you a new life, these are the things that snap. Get him out of you. Get him out of you. Get it out of you. Desire for promotion. Desire for high position. These are all the tools that we call pride of life. The promotion. Everybody wants promotion also. But you see, desire of it is the point you are talking about. That can make you want to do something wrong just to get it. And that's what it is to make you to start slide you. Sign up for promotion. Position. It's happening in the world among unbelievers. It can also happen among believers because the devil is going to try to trick people even in uh, I remember when I was still in college, I was, not even, I was still just a church then, and one of these, what they call it, lab, lab assistant, a lady, she actually confessed experience in Lagos to me. After she confessed it, and I was in University of Faith, after she confessed it, she said, that's affecting What happened to her after high school? And you all know, many of you that are in, uh, from Africa, you know what is going on. Looking for a job. Even we boys that are looking for a job. And you finish high school, you are or you don't know nobody. And you went to, it's still happening up here in America. Went to Lagos. Maybe staying with a, 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 a relative, you know, don't know nobody. Maybe just a driver. I was like that. I was the only, I only people that I knew because they were drivers. No, this uh, drive for God kind of people. So they can help you get a job. So this girl told me our story. Just trying to empty her heart to somebody that will listen. She went to Lagos. 
She got a place and said, oh yeah, I will give you a job. Come on, I will have to do personal interview. Meet me in my house. All these are guys, whatever they call themselves. Personal manager, what 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 or it was. She went and the man said, Well, before you can get this job, she has to commit fornication. She said she tried to say no, but in the end she needed a job. After she committed fornication with this man, the man said, Well, in the office. God in this job I have, somebody has taken it. This other department, that man also has a position to him. They are trying to pass her from one place to another. She says she started crying. She had to she had to leave Lagos and go back to her village. She was from the Oshun area. Somebody finally introduced her that hey, and we know somebody that is in university. That was how she got the laboratory assistant job. When I was still in the second year, but that was going to Africa. So the people would go to Hollywood. They wanted to make it. Go to Hollywood. Young women, young men, and young men. They have some money. It's good in Africa. Pass some money just to bribery. It is the type of promotion, desire for high position, and the devil is using it against everyone that he can bite. Are you going to Jesus? Are you going to stand for Jesus? There's a video that I recommended. They call it the Seventh Seventh Street Theater. It's like a drama that I recommend that the the church will get for these young people that they can use for evangelizing for make them to see. That little drama, similar thing happened where this lady was saying, Oh, you are going to be Advertisement for us, just to advertise advertisement over the state and so on. Okay, what do you have to do? Just put on this. You know what you call it? That's the costume. It's eleven thousand dollars just for the television and my commercial advertisement. But when she got this costume, no, she she believed it. Eleven thousand, and she, the woman put the costume down. And she realized this is not going to please God for me to put on this costume and put put me in a camera and everybody looking at that trying to advertise whatever they are advertising no she Things that the no, that's not true. I'm just Isaiah chapter 14. That's the story of, of Satan. In Isaiah chapter 14, I said the devil uses this particular tool against anybody that we buy. Isaiah chapter 14. See what the Bible says about Satan himself, how he fell. Verse 12 to verse 15. Now, this is prophecy or what has already happened. Say, ah, thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Ah, thou cut down to the ground, which has weakened the nations. For that, verse 15, or verse 13. For thou hast said in thy heart, we listen to that. Thou said, thou hast said in thy heart, 
Satan has not implemented it yet. Such is the heart. So when we are I have not done anything wrong. Decision. Some people were interviewing people on on uh, on uh, Christian TV. I said, "How much do you think they can buy you for you to deny your Christ? How much? Suppose they offer you one million dollars, you deny Jesus. What about one billion dollars? How much are you worth? That's how much can they buy you? If you decide that way, well, if they give me this much, that means you are already in error." Even though you don't even get the money, there's what they call, uh, as you remember, if you attempt to do something, attempted murder is murder. I mean, that's, if you just attempt it, you don't have to, well, I really didn't do it, it doesn't matter. You attempted to rob the bank, or you attempted to defraud IRS, or you attempted attempt alone. Say even if the desire is in your heart, say the desire of iniquity is sin. So that's why we need to wash our heart. We need to redeem the time. We need to crucify the flesh, like the Bible said. So when the Bible said this thing came to the heart of Satan, thou hast said in thy heart, Well, as he's taking the steps, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will, I will, I will still planning it or desiring it. But God has seen it. God has seen it in your heart. In fact, it could be a test for you. How do you respond to this thought that comes to you? If you like it, that was what happened to him. God didn't have to stay there long. He just suggested it. You will be as God. You right? And the devil left. But she was pondering upon it. Bible says she said. But don't even think about it because that is how you are you made for just by accepting the thought. And you didn't say, no, God forbid. Reject it. Reject it. You already. So that's in the second chapter 28 about another Kerub. People assume that's the same Satan, but see, there are so many cherubs that fail. So it could be one of the cherubs, not really Satan. They said that 28, verse 15. Ezekiel, chapter 28, verse 15. Put it up front. Talking about a cherub, he said, Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. Till iniquity was found in thee. Then was by the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. And so on, verse 17. He said, O covering cherub. Verse 17. Thy heart, see, that's what we are talking about, is from the inside. Beauty. That was corrupted. So that is where we have to wash unto yourself. Guard your heart very jealously. Guard your heart. And remember the word of God is what we use against the devil. Speak out of your mouth when the enemy brings the thought. 
the idea, the suggestion to you. Speak the word of God to combat it. That's how we are going to overcome. He said they overcame the dragon by the word of the Lamb. By the word of their testimony. This story, this is a story that another preacher said the Lord showed to him how the devil normally attacks people and even believers if they are not careful. Even believers if they are not careful. Show to this minister in a vision somebody that this minister knew that was a pastor's wife, very pretty woman, according to the description. But the demon came against this woman like a little fly, landed upon her shoulder, and whispered to her here. Oh, you are so pretty. Maybe she was looking at herself in the mirror, taking, doing all the hair. Oh, pretty. This is your life. She sing in the pop houses. The woman was a singer. She sing in the fellowships and in, the, in, the, in all those uh, camp meetings. So you are just wasting your life. You could have been rich, popular. And she recognized get they say the devil does not give up. That is the danger. That is where you don't give in either. The devil may don't stay at six. Don't let him get, get you in the seventh. The devil may come ten times. You make sure you are standing still eleven times. I mean more than him. According to the body of this vision, this was a vision the Lord was showing to this minister. He was thinking the Lord was telling him to pray for this woman. Say no, you can't pray for her because of what happened. This demon came back many months later, landed upon her shoulder again with the same line with her heart. You are so pretty. You are just singing in churches. You could be making money, popular. If you are singing in the pop houses, she recognized that again. He said, "Get lost, Satan!" And the devil fled. But the devil didn't give up. And that is what we are trying to want to want you. Resist the devil out of steadfastly in faith. That's what the Bible says. It's continuously in the faith. So the demon came back maybe some months later. The same thing, the same life. You are so pretty. You should be singing in the pop houses and make money and be popular. And the woman started listening. Started considering that. Hmm, the devil got her. Very soon, they will be fighting. The Very soon, she left her husband and went, joined the pop house singing. And that was what was showing to them. That even if she still repented, to the point she didn't want Jesus anymore. But she got money. She got, she got everything she wanted. The disciple came. The devil used it anybody that will. You don't want to give in because the end of it is what? Lake fire. Hell. A man, woman, if he gains the whole world and loses his soul, hmm, that is a, that's a message that we should all remember the logical studies and ways. Let it be the most important thing. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So there was an accusation that said Obama must have sold. Well, 
the people that supported Obama were the homosexuals. You don't know, go and read the story. There was one billionaire, he said he was homosexual. Pump money behind the Democratic Party, that's why he was promoting homosexuality. And some other people say, well, many of these presidents, they joined this club in uh, Yale or whatever these places. If you are a member of that club, you, you, can, be, you can get there. Whatever it is, those clubs can be occultic and so on and so forth. What does it profit a man if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Well, you'll be there for president for eight years and, and you're going to trade eight years for eternity. There's no more there, not so that is why it's serious. The what man, if he gains the world and loses soul, like the soul of that woman that she said she didn't want beauty. That was the story of this Kero. The Bible said, said that by your beauty you corrupted yourself. And it was a cast the day with the Kerubah. And people said that's of Satan. So many of them. Satan is just one of them. So that is one of the reasons why we say, how can we overcome all these things? How are we going to overcome all these things? We are only talking about the Lord. Are we going to overcome all these things? Whether it is fraudulent ways to get money or is it bribery ways, see all of those things are still like you are trying to promote yourself, you're trying to get this position, you're trying to get this job, you're trying to get this thing. Whatever is way the enemy is suggesting, persist in defeat. First John chapter 1, verse 9. Now, I said, because we are getting close to the, I'm going to wrap it up right now. I said, many of us could have fallen prey to the devil in one way or the other in this text. Trial for pride of life, desire for fame, desire for promotion, for position, desire for recognition, and all those desire for vain glory, even desire for the power of God. Desire for the power of God. But for the my ministry to be well known. There was one Nigerian, I don't know why he said that. Yeah, Nigerian that sent something they said. He was telling every person that he has he became so well known, he was flying from here to there, preaching, teaching, and they, he said thousands of people. I read his story. I don't know whether it was true or not, but that was his story. A packed place with a well, of course. And they said the problem he was having with all this popularity to us in uh, just and so forth, but it was just motivational speakers. But see, cost. So he was telling us costing him. But if we are calling to any of those offenses, or look at the word that is very common among unbelievers. They will treat the especially other people that try to get married. Oh, if you really love me, we have to sleep together to know that you are going to get, uh, you are going to be able to have a baby. And there was so that line in the 80s to many people. 
And he said, I, I, want, I don't want to lose that man. I don't want to lose that boy. And the Sokoti, the lie of lie of the devil. And after they got what he wanted, they find a way to break. This, you want to get this money, you want to get this job, you want, you've got to bribe. It's going on among all the senators of Syria. There was one in America here, if you have a corporation or you have a company and you, there was one that was announced and I said, I don't know about this one. Somebody, American, trying to get contract from Nigeria, some of those senators, and the U.S. government nailed him. The next, I mean, you are, if you are just an employee of a corporation here, you are, and you So the, the mention the person something from Nigeria underground. Give me money in Nigeria for give your you a government will nail you. And when those things happen, it is still the same thing. The promotion for money, have of him and they will use it against belief. Going to any of those in the past, it's just one day you can confess to the Lord and He's forgiving, and you can always say you are as, as if you have never done anything wrong. No more. It's what Jesus Christ is telling you. First John what did He say? If we confess our sins, Christ is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse all our righteousness. The goodness of the Lord was that when the Lord was showing that move, that video, that uh, testimony to that pastor, he said, "If this woman from her husband, gone to the world, if she came back and repented, because I would say I accept her, but she refused. People tried to go to her to bring her back, she refused. But God said, if we confess, He's faithful, as if you have not nothing wrong." John chapter 8 verse 11, remember this story? So, so because to say that Christ has not come to condemn mankind, he's coming to save us. John chapter 8 verse 11. Remember the story when they brought a, a woman caught in adultery. In the very act, it's how the Pharisees said, hey, we caught this one, we don't need any witness. We caught her in the very act. But they didn't bring the man, so the man ran away. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, after they say, anyone that is without sin among you, throw the first stone. And they, no, nobody could, so they all left. Jesus Christ said, Neither do I condemn them. But the kitchen is go and sin no more. Tell everybody, go and sin no more. But you need to know that it's going to be right life about you can talk about the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh. Sometimes you combine the two of them together to try to bring somebody down, like Jesus Christ. But remember, it is written. It's your weapon. Find what the Bible said. The Bible said, "I shall not bow to any man." That's what Jesus Christ said. And he will try again. He never given. He will try again. But you have to stand. Stand. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 25 Isaiah chapter 43 verse 25 Remember we are to crucify the flesh 
God said, I would have heed and blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. So once we come to Christ and we repent and say, Lord, yeah, I did that long time ago just to get that promotion. I bribe, I put on that hypocrisy just to do that. Lord, forgive me. I repent. You will not even remember it anymore. Men can still be pointing it to you, but don't him. It is the Lord you want to please. Let's start to our feet. It is the Lord we want to please. We can go for many other people like Third John chapter 9 or Third John verse 9. Because this has been going on even in the body of church. Apostle John said there was one man called Diotrephes. Say he loved the preeminence among them. What does loving preeminence mean? Deserve of vain glory. Very soon he wanted to be the one dictating. And Apostle by loving the preeminence, very soon he's coming against Apostle John. Diotrephes. So we want to make sure that if we have allowed the enemy to tricked us in many of those ways we want to ask the Lord Lord I repent is it desire of vain glory I repent is it lost for power I repent is it lost for pleasure I repent is it lost for money I repent and the Lord is able to wipe it away that you never have seen go and talk to the Lord yourself talk to the Lord help me it is Christ that can make us win the battle. Because the devil is still looking for own and who he can slide off the road. But we are to resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. And we have overcome. But you see, we overcame was written for us by the word testimony. So Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this exhortation. Let it burn in our heart, Lord, that we will search our hearts, search ourselves as we look in the mirror. To wash, he said, that he that has this open himself, purify himself, even as he is pure. Help us to purify ourselves, especially in this way of this pride of life that the enemy uses against people. In all the temptations we try, help us that to pray that we will escape all those evil things that are coming upon the world and stand before the Son of God. So pray that you will stand because that is how the devil try to make you that make sure that they don't stand. That we want to stand before Christ, pure before Him. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Pray see the Lord. Pray see the Lord. Pray see the Lord. Prepare your offering as the praise group leaders in some fellowship. Take it on.